Welcome to A Love for the Bible, Series 6, Session 13. This is Dave Clark. During Series 6, Session 12, I interviewed Sarah Berry about her testimony and Bible reading experience. And Sarah has been featured in a Christian book called God Proved to Me He's Real. And this was written by Don Morgan and Paul Steele. And today I'll be interviewing my wife, Helen who will be updating us about her Bible reading experience this past month. So hello, Helen. Hello. Thanks for joining us today. So in your Bible reading uh, over this last month, what would you say are some Bible sections you found particularly interesting or impactful? Okay, well, just to review in case you didn't hear some of the other times that I've been interviewed, this year, I'm reading four different places in the Bible every day. And as that all works out to being finished with the Bible by the December 31st, but I read a little of the Old Testament, a little of the New Testament, a Psalm, usually um, the whole one, unless it's long, and a little in Proverbs. So I have some things from each of those. And the last month in the Old Testament, I spent a lot of time in numbers. So I'll talk about that first. Those are those are traditionally books, Leviticus and Numbers are traditionally books that you don't get a lot of Bible studies on, mm -hmm. but there actually are some really good things in there. And when you read the Bible all through, then you have to spend time in those books, but don't be afraid of them because although there are a lot of laws and things that maybe we're wondering how that applies to us today, the way the people behaved or the way Moses behaved, there's an awful lot to learn about ourselves from that. So in Numbers, three different places in Numbers in the last uh, week or so, there have been times where people were complaining about Moses' leadership leading them into the promised land. And I thought, well, what were they complaining about? And how does that relate to the kinds of things that we complain about now? And all three times, the complaints were, were shot down by God. Um, and so it was kind of interesting. The first one was, Actually, Moses' brother and sister, Aaron and Miriam, complaining that he was, he had actually recently married a Cushite woman. And they their attitude was, well, who are you to be saying that everything is this way and that way? Why can't we say the same things and you're not doing everything right? And God said to, to them, um, you know, who are you to, to judge this person who's very righteous? So from that, I thought, you know, we have to be careful when we're criticizing someone who we know is righteous and doing righteous things about something perhaps that is not necessarily bad, but, you know, we think we know better. So if God puts somebody in leadership, be careful. 
The, the second one was when they went to the promised land. Um, they, before they got into the promised land, Moses sent some spies out, one from each tribe, to go up into the promised land and see what it was like. Remember, none of them had ever been there before. As far as we know, none of them had ever been there before. Maybe they just heard tales. Well, they came back and 10 of the people were very upset by it. They said, it's a great land, but there are huge people there and they've got fortresses. Their cities are fortified. We're going to have a real tough time taking that city. And two of them said, yes, but the Lord is with us. We can do this. And by the time the people heard these two different versions of it, the 10 people had got had gotten the whole crowd whipped up that we can't do this. And why, why did we ever leave Egypt? And maybe we'd be better off. We just died in the wilderness because they're going to kill us all when we try to invade. And, and remember, God had told them, you're going to be okay, but they didn't believe it. So um, they almost were going to stone the other two, which shocked me that they were, they were that upset. They were going to stone the two people that said, we could do this. So the Lord stepped in there and said, okay, you just said, you said yourselves, maybe we should, you know, we're better off if we just die in the wilderness. You've said it yourselves, you're going to die in the wilderness. So from that, I thought, gee, we, we all need to be careful what we wish for because we may get it. And especially if we tell God that, oh, why don't I just do this? Because, you know, these people actually got what they wished for. Every one of them died in the wilderness and none of them saw the promised land except the two who had said, we can take it. And eventually they had to wait because of the disobedience of it there, but they got there and their descendants lived there. So um, a third one was a relative of of Moses who felt like he wasn't getting um, enough cushy jobs, I guess you could say in the, the scheme of things. And so he wanted more say. So he led a rebellion to put himself in charge. I assume his name was Korah and that didn't work out very well either. So again, factions, things like that can destroy the good purpose of what God wants to accomplish. So we need to be careful in our churches, I think, about factions and, you know, going against the leaders and saying, oh, well, I think we're going to do it this way. And you, you're not really a, a good leader. So I think that the point is we probably need to ask God first before we do any of those things. So that's what I got out of numbers. And um, I won't share everything. I guess I'll share um, the Proverbs that I enjoyed this week were Proverbs 11, verse 5. And I'm using the New Living Translation, which is a different translation from what I've used for the last few years. So sometimes things have hit me I think more, more personally, because the language is more like what I would speak like, you know, more contemporary rather than, you know, more archaic. So this proverb said, the godly are directed by their honesty, but the wicked fall beneath their load of sin. And I thought, so often we may ask God or we may be praying for somebody for direction, you know, for direction. And when we ask God for direction, remember that we can be guided by our honesty. So that would be the most important thing to begin with is when we ask for direction and the Lord's direction to make sure that we have an honest heart when we're asking for that. And that that may actually tell us what to do. In a lot of cases, I think it does. 
tells you, you know sometimes when you're supposed to do something and maybe it's just hard, but the honest thing is say return something that you shouldn't have or things like that. So uh, we're always asking for direction from God. I think um, we want to be sure we're doing the right things. And so I liked that proverb. Mm -hmm. It's, in listening to your examples, it seemed like they all had applications. You know, you were like when in numbers, you were thinking, oh, we have to be careful when we complain about our leaders and, and this kind of thing. And uh, would, you say, would you agree that when you look for uh, sections you want to particularly meditate you, you on, you look for sections that you can see applications for you and others? Would you agree with that? I think so, uh -huh. but, but sometimes it just comes to me. Uh -huh. Yeah, reading, and all of a sudden, something will sound, I guess, sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, complaints, uh -huh. <laughs> complaints like I hear today, or perhaps I've even done. You know, something will sound familiar. And go, oh my goodness, this this is not any different from the way we, you know, people haven't changed all that much. Yeah, right. And, and so, uh, so that's, that's what I kind of like about some of the more difficult parts of the Bible is that the people part of that hasn't changed. Yeah, we don't yeah. do all the animal sacrifices, but the people part, very similar to how we yeah. are. Yeah. Our challenges today are the same. Mm -hmm. Now, how about uh, the program of reading Old and New Testament and Psalms and Proverbs? How is that working for you now? I was resistant to it at first. Mm -hmm. I'm a start at the beginning, end at the end type person. So mm. I was resistant to that. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's fine. Uh -huh. I'm also doing, I'm also, I've done now, they've, they've taken us through, you know, I, I, there's a, each day they tell you what to read so that, so that you don't have to figure it out. You know, you don't have to plan how much you have to read each day to get done. So they've put us through, um, through two gospels. So I've, I've seen Jesus born, have his ministry, and died and resurrected twice now. So the, in some ways, that's kind of nice, because other way that you can read the Bible from starting at the beginning and ending up to the end, I never got to see Jesus' ministry till October. <laughs> so mm -hmm. in one of the ways I've done it. And, and now I, 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 get to, I get to just look at that and thank God for what Jesus did uh, four times throughout the year. And so I kind of mm -hmm. like that. That's I, good think, uh, I think for me, I think one of the things I like the best is the Proverbs because um, each proverb has a little message, kind of insightful. And uh, so it's nice just to just read one or two and think, oh, what does that mean? As opposed to, maybe reading a, a whole page full of them and which is kind of hard to absorb them all. So I think that's, that's one of the things I, I most appreciate with this wow. method. When you read a whole page, you will probably pick out one or two that, that yeah. mean a lot to you. Yes. Right. But there might've been some other ones that if you would have thought a little more, you might've also wanted to put those into your life, but the next day you have to move on to another whole page. Of yeah, right, right. I, I don't know if you've explained to the listeners the method that we're using. Does it have a name? Um, it doesn't really have a name. Um, Look, I'm looking it, at my page. Yes, uh, it's, um, 
it's it's was okay. recommended by Tyndale Publishing, and uh, and it's uh, it's, it's just this one that I I found is 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 very good. Um, it 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 really uh, picks out just the right amount of reading for each day. It's one of the things I like. And then again, it keeps you attuned to all of these ways of learning the new and old Testament uh, Psalms and Proverbs. So, so I, I, I like it, you know, I think it's well thought out. And, and I think there's, there's a website here and I, maybe, I think this is where you got this from. So it's HTTP um, semicolon double slash www.oneyearbibleonline.com. Okay. Yeah. And that's where you can find this method. Yeah. Oneyearbible.com. Uh huh. One year, one year Bible online .com. One uh -huh. year online .com. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would be good for our listeners to yeah, so to take note to, of if yeah, they would like to wanna, try the same method. Yeah. And, and, and I know it's March, but if you haven't started any other method or you don't like the method you're doing, just start now. You, uh -huh. know, you, can always, you can always go back and catch up later or just don't worry about it and start the rest of it next year. But uh -huh. The important right. thing is to be doing some of the Bible every day uh -huh. and have something of God, God's word put into you so that you can, you can meditate during the day on how to live. Uh, what Jesus has done for you, maybe some interesting stories, even you know. I don't know. I think I mean yeah. it's most important is every every day doing mm -hmm. do something right. every day, and, yeah. and not just the same old things, but really getting a view of what your faith is about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, is is there anything else you would like to share with our audience uh, as far as uh, encouragement in their Bible reading? I think you said quite a bit. Anything else? Yeah. Well. Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. Yeah, just just do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Don't uh -huh. listen to a podcast and say, "Oh, that's really great." <laughs> yeah, get, get some action and do it. I, and I have to say that the, the inspiration for me was a pastor, and mm -hmm. he had a method. It was a little different from this, but not that much different. He had one he picked himself, mm -hmm. and he was doing it for several years, and he'd lay out the. He laid he laid out at the beginning of the year on um as as we went into the church he'd lay out a little booklet and I'd pick up the booklet and look at it and I didn't do anything uh, for a couple of years I didn't do anything so don't do don't do that do it do it the first year you know go to that website and look at this method and download it and start or whatever you whatever you want to do whatever you want to do most important thing is to do it uh huh yeah great. Well, thank you for your helpful thoughts today. And I also want to thank our listeners for joining me for Series 6, Session 13. Uh, series 6, Session 14 will air beginning this coming Tuesday, March 21st at 8 a.m.